Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is poppin'. Grab your drinks, the show is about to begin. Well, howdy y'all, and welcome back to Corks and Cowtown. I am joined in studio today with Miss Black Coffee. And her name is Mia Moss. If you uh, happen to not hear the one of the last episodes that was the annual meeting with the Funky Panther, we got a quick overview. But now we get to really dive in, especially since it's International Women's Month, which obviously we need to, you know, highlight the ladies in Fort Worth. So tell me a little bit about yourself and Black Coffee. Okay, well, again, I'm Mia Moss, the owner of Black Coffee. Um, it is a coffee shop near Texas Wesleyan University, 1417 Vaughn Boulevard. We've been open for three years and a few months. And um, yeah, born and raised here. Actually born in Wichita Falls. But you know, that's oh, the country. I know Wichita Falls. Yeah, it's the country. Yeah. I would spend my summers there, but really, really raised in Fort Worth. My mom's from Fort Worth. So this is, you know, my home mm-hmm. has always been and went to Fort Worth ISD schools all my life, went to UTA. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've only once wanted to move away. But where would you have moved away to? Seattle was a choice. Oh, OK. Yeah. Frank, actually, my husband loves Seattle. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking, yeah, I could I could move, you know, mm-hmm. not a big deal. But no, didn't I move. mean, they do have the isn't the original Starbucks in Seattle? It is. Yeah. yeah. I was like, so I was like, still it is coffee. kind of, it's still coffee. Still coffee, yeah. I was like, the coffee, maybe semi-Mecca? I don't know. What would yeah, be? It is. Yeah, it, I was it like, is. a kind of Seattle, coffee Seattle, even Portland, kind of. Yeah. Like, that area, that's that's the Mecca for coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, well, yay. Yeah. So, what is it about, for, obviously, I want to talk to you about business and everything, mm-hmm. but also about being a woman in business and a woman in business in Fort Worth. Mm. So I think we need to do a cheers to start, obviously. Yes. We are drinking a Brut Rosé today. Yes. So hopefully this did get a little chill. Let's do a little cheers mm, Cheers. And thank you for this. Of course. I had to get what you like, you know? Mm. Yeah. Thoughts? Love it. Okay. I was Love like, it. it could be a little bit colder in my opinion. It but could be, but... I think you know, it's going to do the I'm, job for yeah, us. I'm you know, good. It's going to yeah. do the job for us. <laughs> so... Um, I think one of the biggest things I kind of wanted to ask you is like, did you have, when you, did you always want to start a coffee shop or was it, you just wanted to be an entrepreneur and you were like, what fits me? Like, how did everything kind of come to be? So I never wanted to open a coffee shop. I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't (laughs) know. Really? Right. I didn't know that it was even an option. Uh Uh-huh. Although, uh, my husband, his parents are entrepreneurs. And, of course, he is as well. That was kind of like my introduction to that world. Um, Also, my god sister, she has a barbershop, Clip Mode, that has been open for 20 years. Oh, wow. And I was her assistant for a while. And when my husband decided he wanted to open his custom suit company, you know, I was just like, well, I'm just going to be the person that helps people do what they want to do. I was actually working for Fort Worth ISD at their um, alternative school for middle school students. And I loved it because those were my kids. Like, I felt like I could really reach them and kind of help them because, you know, I had kind of been in their shoes, never been to alternative school, but just knew how they grew up. Because I grew up, I grew up right down the street from where the coffee shop is. And it's always been like a kind of tough part of town or poor, poor side of town. And so I kind of could relate to the kids. So I thought I was just going to be there and then I'd be helping people, you know, with their businesses. 
But it kind of just bit me and I got an opportunity to open it up. One of our friends was just like, you should just open one. Because I was getting on the freeway to get local coffee. Yeah, that's and, so true. And you shouldn't have to do that. No. So I was like, oh, when when our friend said that, I was like, okay. And I looked up a coffee school in Portland. I went. Yeah, I went no twice. Way. Yeah, they teach you the business. I didn't you know the there was business. coffee school. There's coffee school. There's actually one in Arlington. But I wanted to go to Portland because, again, yeah. you know, Seattle, Portland, that's just... Oh, my. Well, that all ties in together perfectly. Right. And the, the company that I went to, Bellissimo, the, it was a father and son. The father had been in coffee for 30 years. So to me, I was like, this is the perfect place to well, go. Well, yeah, 30 years is yeah. a long time. Yeah. And so they walked me through everything, like the, the business side of coffee, mm-hmm. latte art, um, how to prepare specialty drinks, you know, how to make all that. And um, even when I came back, they, you know, kind of walked alongside me through emails, phone calls, yeah. all of that. So it was just really cool. So how long is coffee school? Coffee school is really only like a week. Re- so that's it? That's it. But that's why I liked that company because they're like, yes, we're going to sit here for a week. But after that week, call us. Let us know where you are in the process and then we'll help you. Yeah. So that's really so why they, I connected with them. So obviously they're open to you like reaching out, but did they do like continued education almost? Like yes. other yes. classes? Like you could go for another week if yes. you wanted to yeah, like you could learn go, more? Mm-hmm. They had everything, even from like the human resources side, like everything. That's So is this only for like coffee shop owners or could like anyone go to anyone can go anyone can go interesting Um, and then what they do is they break it down so say you don't want to own a shop but you want to hone in on your barista skills you could just take barista courses interesting yeah like everything from like how to steam milk which i'm not great at an art form to steam milk yes yes it needs to look creamy milky like yeah it's a thing like if you're a barista or a coffee shop owner like you look at that milk and you're like "Mm." They didn't steam it right. You can tell Stop. if it's if it's um burned. Like oh, I believe steamed. I definitely Just believe by that. At it. Wow, mm-hmm. I never thought. See, and that's the thing is, I think there's a lot that if you're not in an industry, you don't know a lot of the behind the scenes things. Yeah, yeah, it's which I crazy. would definitely say that's one of them. Like I only started drinking coffee a couple years ago, and I just do iced coffee typically. So. I'm probably, I mean, it's Texas. Most yeah, people, I was like, I'm pretty basic. <laughs> most people like iced coffee. I mean, yeah, it's hot here a mm-hmm. lot. So just make sense. So what is it? Um, what's your best seller at black coffee? Lavender honey latte. Ooh, and we make our own lavender. And the honey is uh, sourced here. Mm-hmm. Um, blended family foods. Ooh. That's where we get our honey. And it's a perfect combination. Where's that at? The- they, they're local. They're actually in the Meadowbrook area also. Okay, yeah, nice. that's where I live. So they're in that area. Oh, that's so cool! And so it's like, a family-owned business. So is it like wife, kids. a bee farm? Yeah, like, they have mm-hmm. like literally just. Can people like go visit? I, that I don't know. I've never asked. I don't. I was like, I, I'm I don't terrified wanna, of bees. Yeah, so, but like, I'm very curious. Also, no, yeah, <laughs> I have to always fight the urge to not kill a bee when I like it oh, comes near same. me. I'm like, ah, but I, I try not to. As much I mean, as possible, uh, same. But, I so like, I don't want to be on a farm. Yeah. No. I was like, I'm just curious because I want to like see them in their little suit, you know, oh, like the yeah. little beekeeper suit. Probably be cool. They're kind of cute. They really like, are. It's just like, you know, an all white moment. Like, yeah, it's just kind of, I wonder. Had to match, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was like, it's just interesting. But yeah. <laughs> um, Who were like, did anyone inspire you with the design? Because you obviously have the like 
black and yellow, mm-hmm. which obviously we also saw. Paul redid part of yes. one of the studios here, which is black so it's and like yellow. Perfect for me, so maybe I know. I'll do, do a little podcast session you in there, right? Wait, okay, well, also, okay, so I have so many <laughs> questions for you okay. because obviously we need to also talk about the coffee mafia here in Fort yes. Worth. Yes. But then also, like, your design. There's just so much that goes into, I feel like, business mm-hmm. that a lot of people, when, especially you have an actual storefront. Yeah. Which is different because so many people do things online now mm-hmm. or they do, you know, a food truck or whatever it may be. But having right. an actual storefront where people come in, I feel like you probably have a lot of intention, like a cherry. I love how, you know, oh, they did like yeah. a redesign. She redesigned oh, that yeah. thing and it's amazing. And it's stunning. Yeah, but like it is. it's just so unique because I feel like all the coffee shops in Fort Worth that at least I've been to, each one is unique as well. Yeah, they are. Like none. They're not Nothing the same at all. Nothing looks the same. Nothing looks the same. It doesn't even feel the same. No. Like you can totally feel the difference, which I love. And that's why I love local shops because you can walk in to any one of them and you're going to just get a different feel. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I just like that because it's not just about the coffee itself, even though that is the most important thing. But you want to make people like feel like they're a part of your family. Mm-hmm. You know, that like this is their space. That That was my thing. I wanted people to walk in. And kind of have some type of connection. Yeah. So it's definitely, for me, um, inspired by, like, the east side with the art that I have. Yeah. Like, I have a choke piece um, hanging up. Uh, Cedric Robin- Robinson, who is a part of Little Boy Blue Barbecue. Oh. He's a painter. He painted two of the pieces in there. Oh, that's so um, cool. And he does it, like, for fun. It's not... Mm-hmm. I've had people try to buy his art, and he's like, oh, I don't really sell it, but... I mean, hey. Yeah. And people so, want it, too, Yeah, though. and it's we like, were fortunate enough to be able to get it. Yeah, in the shop and it fits. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. So I think the art uh, really kind of seals the deal and draws people in. Um, but also, it's just comfortable. Yeah, it's a comfortable space. Uh, friendly, like everyone's friendly. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say though, it's it's not complete. I've I have not completed the process of like uh, designing it. What are you wanting to do? Um, I'm wanting to redo my bar which I'll probably do in the next few months okay um just because when I opened I had a terrible contractor terrible and you know that I can only imagine terrible terrible Mm -hmm. and he kind of just left some things undone fortunately I had a friend uh Dante Williams did contracting he came in to get me to where I could open because the guy just kind of left me you know just like hanging yeah so he came in and you know, got me squared away, and it's good. But you know, there's just like some things I want to improve and make better. But I do feel like it is a comfortable space. A lot of people come there, and what I really love is most of the time when someone walks in, they're gonna see somebody they know. Yes. So I've had had so many people be like, "Yeah, Black Coffee was the place to be today." Like I saw three <laughs> different people. You know, I just came to have a meeting, and I saw all these people, and I'm like, so that always makes me feel good. I know. I think we're really lucky in Fort Worth because. I've said it a thousand times is like, we're really the biggest small town. Yes. And you think about like the actual size of Fort Worth and the fact that, I mean, it's so weird to me because like, maybe we all just end up like kind of like searching each other out at the same places. <laughs> yeah. But then at the same time, just like, what was it? A couple, like a month or so ago, I ran into you at Coco Shrimp. Yeah. And I was just like, Crazy. I think I just like turned around and I was like, Mia? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey. So, it's just but so like, cool. I don't know just, how we're able to do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. We've accomplished that small, big city. Yeah. And yeah. I love it because do it does make people feel more comfortable mm-hmm. and say maybe it's someone's first time in a space. Yeah. Like seeing that and seeing even other people have that, I think is very comforting. Yeah. So, um, 
I'm trying to think about tell me about the coffee mafia. Okay. Because so, so exactly what do y'all call yourself and okay. everything? Is it just I mean so let let me first start off, from the beginning. I need okay. to know everything. So we've gone back and forth about what it is. A long time I was saying coffee mafia. Mm-hmm. No, it is coffee mafia. <laughs> And Catherine okay. Morris, owner of Cherry, is yes. the one who corrected me. I was like, well, I didn't know. I'm saying it wrong. Either way, that's that's my game. Um, and we started because of Janice, who was you the said previous. It uh, no, or, um, uh, Roots. Roots. Okay. Yeah, I was she's like, the previous yes, yes, owner yes. of Roots. She is just the sweetest person ever. So um, actually, in the middle of like um, designing the space. Her and her husband came by to say hi, um, check out the space. She met with me at Roots um, and we just connected. And it was something that I wanted. I wanted to have a group of coffee shop owners that I could just call on. They could call yeah. me. Just It's good to be, you know, to have that network of people in the same industry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I wanted. But unfortunately, there were other shops that just weren't interested Mm-hmm. You know, one shop even told me like, yeah, you're not going to be able to open. This is too much. They came to the building. They're like, this is too much to do. It's not going to work. It's like, okay. Were they successful or? Yeah, they're successful. Okay. They're still around. They're successful. Huh. You know, but it's, again, that's my neighborhood. I understand, you know, what I'm yeah. doing. And I understood, you know, I didn't hold it against them, but I understood that they didn't get the vision and it's because they didn't, they're not from the area. Yeah. You know, so I didn't hold it against them, but. Um, with Janice, like she was the one that reached out to everyone. So mm-hmm. she connected us all. So she did kind of what everyone was wanting to yeah. do. And, um, you know, we have Carrie from Wildcraft Coffee. We have Sarah from uh, Love Local Coffee Shop. And we have Tina from Leaves. Mm-hmm. T- she's our tea girl. But we're about to teach her some coffee stuff, too. She's going to come and train okay. at Black Coffee. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that. But, yeah, it, it just became a like a cute group we would hang out talk yeah. about things we decided to do a cat crawl that we do once a year and i saw that yes and, and is we do it that all around halloween based all female so okay. it has to be um 100 female owned i love it yeah. love it and um we yeah we started the cat crawl and we create specific drinks for that crawl mm-hmm. and you just you have all weekend to go around to the different shops and just last year we decided to do like a happy hour so we were able to host a happy hour at the holly which that's our hangout spot. I I do love the Holly. Oh, so. yeah. When we meet, that's yeah. where we go. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we were able to do a happy hour last year and it was a big hit. It that's was great. So but yeah, the, the ladies are wonderful. They are sweet. And even though we have our group, every last one of them, they're very welcoming to other coffee shop owners, whether it's, you know, couples or, you know, even men or it's just we love what we do we love people mm-hmm. and um you know we have our group just so we can you know get everything out help each other like during the pandemic we were sharing 16 ounce ice cups because they were out oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's like if i run out of something i can call them and be like hey do you have you know extra can i mm-hmm. buy some from you or and yeah we just help each other out i love that what do you think it is about or, like, what's your perspective as far as, like, the importance of, like, female friendships and that dynamic? Oh, it is. It's interesting. I Because growing up, I was very introverted. Mm-hmm. So I had, like, one or two friends. Um, and I think my anxiety just got worse as I got older. So it was really hard for me to reach out. But 
I noticed that once I kind of came out of my shell a little bit and started, um, you know, reaching out to other females, especially when I opened the business, um, I just, I don't know, I just felt better about life. Yeah. Like you need someone that understands what you're going through emotionally yeah. because it's a, it's 80% emotions. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're, we're emotional beings and that's okay. Yeah. And so you need someone that understands emotionally. Like, I'm having an off day. Sometimes I can't oh say that gosh, to a yes. man. Yeah. You know, no offense, but no, I they totally won't agree. understand. They're like, uh-huh. what? what? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, no, I just don't feel right today. Mm-hmm. And I can say that in the mafia group and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, you need, Catherine might be like, you need some chocolate chip cookies because she makes great cookies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I'm um, going to go get some. <laughs> yes. Carrie will be like, I'll be at the Holly. You want to come by or, Aww. you know, just, yeah. just being able to talk to them. And Tina will come to the shop and hang out. Um, you just need someone that'll allow you to vent. Yeah. You know, I think that's huge because I don't know. I think especially the older you get, you kind of think about the quality of friendship yes. too yes. versus quantity. Right. Which is sometimes kind of hard because I feel like I'm the same way as like you've mentioned is like, I want to kind of include everyone and yeah. everyone to feel welcome mm-hmm. and everything else. But then at the same time, sometimes I feel like you can do that and invite almost the wrong people yeah. into your circle. Yeah, you have to be very intentional. Yeah. Um, because you're you're trying to welcome other people, but you have to take yourself into consideration. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is this someone that I'm going to be able to confide in? Or, you know, is this friendship going to benefit me as well? Yeah. Because you're going into a friendship, you know, wanting to, at least I do this. I, I want to make sure that I'm a good friend to yeah. people. You also want to think about everyone views friendship differently. That. So, so... Like me, I'm introverted. So nine times out of ten, I'm going to want to go home and just, like, get under the covers and, like, yeah, you know, I just need my me time. And mm-hmm. I have friends that understand that, and they don't hold it against me. I've had people do that before. And mm-hmm. it's like, no offense, or I'm not I'm not trying to be a bad friend, but, like, I can't help that I need this time. Yeah. And well, some people don't understand that. Well, it seems like you're very self-aware in that, too, which a lot of people yeah. aren't. Yeah. So, but you, I mean, sometimes I feel bad about it. So it's good to have friends that don't make me feel bad about that. Well, I don't think your friends should ever make you feel bad about yeah. something. You're and right. Like, you're right. You know, like, that's, like, just on you as, like, as far as, like, you said, feelings and emotion go. Because mm-hmm. I'm big on people, you know, like, I want to be called out if I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Or if maybe I'm not, say, seeing that in a friendship. Mm-hmm. As whenever I was just in Mexico, you know, my friend told me that, you know, she was going through some stuff and one of her friends kind of just what was just ignoring everything she mm. was kind of telling her. And I feel like sometimes we do get wrapped up in our own selves yeah. if we're going through stuff. And then you have to kind of take a step back and be like, wait, just like you said, am I being a good friend? Yeah. yeah. So it's And huge. that may be just a checkup. Like, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, you good today? You know, or I, I just try to because we're always going. Yeah. The minute I think about somebody, I'll try to text them right then. Yeah. So be like, I'm thinking about you. Are you good today? You know, mm-hmm. we haven't talked in a while or whatever. Um, just, yeah, so I can try to be a good friend. Yeah. Well, it's just a matter of seconds, too. Yep. yep. I think because give me your opinion on that, because not only are you a business owner, you're also a mom. Yes. And a wife. Yes. So <laughs> what do you think? How do you kind of like schedule your timing? daily to like make sure you're filling all of your like roles in a sense so there's no way to do that in one day (laughs) someone's gonna suffer something's gonna Mm -hmm. suffer and you just have to choose what day that's gonna be you know this thing you know 
Um, and for the most part, I think myself and Frank, we try to make sure the boys don't suffer the most. Yeah. Um, I mean, because, you know, we sleep together. So we're going to yeah. see each other and we can download yeah. at that time if we haven't had time, you know, uh, in the middle of the day or whatever. And sometimes for lunch, I'll go to his office mm-hmm. and we'll have lunch together. Oh, that's nice. Um, but I think, yeah, er, something's going to suffer and you just have to figure out, like, what can I, like, let slide today? Mm-hmm. I have a friend that's a counselor and she's just like, um, you know, you have a lot of balls in the air. Some are glass, some are plastic you know which ones can you oh. drop yeah she said it to me. that's she was a like, good which like, ones analogy, can you drop and yeah. it'll be okay like yeah. the last ones you gotta hold up mm-hmm. you know that's my family like yeah. i gotta hold them up and then you know the business like no i didn't order cups today i order them tomorrow yeah and let it drop it'll be fine we have enough mm-hmm. it'll be fine or like my friends want to hang out i can't hang out today yeah you know so yeah, she's like, you got to think about those balls. You can't, you can't juggle everything. Something's yeah. gonna have to fall. So if it's something that you can wait, you know, a day or two for, let it fall. That's a really good analogy. I, I like that. I was like, I've never. She's heard a counselor, that. so I was like, well, has she? What other advice has she given you? <laughs> so much, so much, <laughs> so much. Um, so obviously, we, Frank has been on the podcast, yeah. so everyone knows him too as well. Mm-hmm. But the other question I had that I wanted to ask you is. You have two boys. Yes. Who are so stinking cute. Thank you. And well-dressed. And it seems like, behave. I've never met them, but, like, they seem like they are just, like, salt-of-the-earth humans. And just, like, so stinking. The way that they, like, their style and also that I have watched the, like, pictures of them growing. Yeah. Like which which one just had the newest birthday, the youngest, or was it the older one? Um, they're both in September, so okay. Really I was close. gonna say I was like, but you post it was like you don't post a lot on your personal, but yeah. it was one of the pictures you posted, and I was just like, oh my gosh! But you posted the like the year before, yeah, the oldest. Yes. Like, so during the pandemic, he grew like crazy, yeah, and just hasn't stopped. So like from last year to this year. It's like, who is this guy? No, literally. The photos, I was like, how is that even possible? He's taller than everybody in the family now. (laughs) Everybody. Um, Uh, It's crazy. And then I'm like, he's wearing a size 11, 11 and a half shoe. Oh, my gosh. Like, like, kids are expensive. Sir. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, (laughs) I remember we were kind of in the same size shoe because we all like sneakers. Uh Uh-huh. And then he started growing out of them. I was like, well, give me these shoes back. I'm keeping these. Yeah, I can no wear them. Then he went to Frank's shoes and he was like, well, I'll just wear some of dad's <laughs> shoes. And now he's way past that. Oh, yeah. yeah. A league of his own. So that's crazy. We're looking at all the deals, all the sales. Oh my gosh, I can yeah. only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially because like sneakers are now like a whole trend in themselves. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, but as far as it comes to like, so you have two boys. Mm-hmm. How do you go about teaching them, like, how to act and treat women? So, well, we, I mean, we have rules. There are specific things that Frank, Mm -hmm. you know, um, requires of them. Like, open the door. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't go first. Mom goes first. Um, Make sure mom is good. And, you know, they they follow that. And so I I feel like... um, Frank is really, like, leading them and teaching them how mm-hmm. to treat women. Um, I am the worrier, so 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm always behind him, like, make sure you're doing right. Make sure. Like, he's into girls now, of course. He's 13, <laughs> going to be 14 this year. And he told me there's a girl, they're friends, but she likes him and he mm-hmm. likes her. And I said, just make sure that you're always respectful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kids text now. They don't really talk on the phone. Well, so that's the thing, too. Yeah, so I, I told ask, him, I like, said, don't it has to be ever, so different. Yeah, and I tell him, never type or send anything that you're going to regret because it never goes away. Yeah. So I'm driving that hard. He doesn't have social media or anything. Um, he has a page that Frank uh, controls. So, mm-hmm. you know, he gets to do that with Frank. But um, I just tell him, like, you can't take it back. I said, with technology, it's there. Yeah. They can screenshot it. They can pull it up. Like, all they need is an IP address, whatever. Like, it yeah. never goes away. I said, so you have to think about that when you're talking to people. Mm-hmm. Be respectful. Yeah, yeah, because it it'll go nowhere. Like That's it's so there. true. And and he's a basketball player, and so he has to really think about it. Like think about Jay Morant now. You know, one little mistake and everything's taken away from you. Yeah. You know, or if you do something someone doesn't like, they try to cancel you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I definitely want them to be you know themselves and be you know individuals, but I just. Tell them, just be respectful. You can have a difference of opinion, but that's that's the thing I drive home is just be respectful mm-hmm. of other people. Yeah. yeah. I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. I think I honestly think that's something that a lot of kids lack now. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime I've been out and I, like, see a kid, like, backtalk a parent, I'm like, I would have been beaten exactly to smithereens. Yeah. <laughs> I had to tell my son that the other day. I was like, um, the youngest, because he's, he's seven, he is super smart, and recently he's just kind of been feeling himself and arguing <laughs> with us a lot, and I'm saving him from Frank, because Frank's ready to get him, and, uh, <laughs> and I just had to tell him, I said, you know, when I was your age, I couldn't say that stuff to my mom, like, no. it was not right, I said, and I would never do it to her, I said, and then when I got older, and I thought it was okay for me to say something, she slapped me in my mouth. Hey. And then I remembered, yeah, that was not okay. <laughs> I said, and it just took one time for her to do it, and yeah. I never did it again. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't ever want to do that. I don't want to slap you in the mouth. That's not what yeah. I want to do. I'm like, just think about how you're talking to me. You know it's not okay. Like I said, he's smart, so he knows. And so yeah. well, that's what I've been doing to him. Like, do you think that that was okay, what you just said to me? Or the way you said it? It's all about mm-hmm. tone. It's all about tone. Oh, it's totally all about, about tone. tone. Like, you can, you don't have to agree with me. And, uh-huh. you know, we can have a conversation, but it is all about tone. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're very, like, open in the conversations and things that y'all are able to have? Or- I, I am. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm trying to get better at it every day because the world is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm trying to be mindful of that because I want them to ask questions so we can yeah. talk about everything. And especially with the, my older son, I want him to ask me the hard stuff or the strange and weird stuff. You know, so he can talk to me about it first. Yeah. And then, you know, he can be comfortable with having a conversation with someone else later. So, yeah. I, and I always tell him too, like, you know, if you have any questions, you can ask me. If you're worried about something, let me know. You know, I, I just try to have some open communication. Yeah. Because when they're teenagers, I remember I didn't want to talk to anybody. No. Yeah. So I'm like, you don't have to go through stuff by yourself. That's what I tell them. I think it just, for me, I'm just aunt life. And so mm-hmm. then seeing all my friends that are moms navigating also the differences between having daughters and sons, mm. I feel like is just huge. Yeah. So that's why I'm like so curious is it's just such a different world. It is. And also based on where they're being raised mm-hmm. and everything else, even if it is just different sides of Fort Worth. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what's different. crazy. Yeah. 
is like they're having completely different experiences. Absolutely. And um, oh, you you mentioned aunt life, but like aunts and uncles are very, very, very mm-hmm. important because when they don't talk to us, they come. They to us. will. Yes, they do. They will. If I, you just give them a little yeah. space, they'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have, Frank has so many brothers, quote unquote, yeah. that he grew up with from like middle school, mm-hmm. high school, college, you know, to now they're in business together. And so those are their uncles. Yeah. And my son is comfortable talking to them, which is, you know, everything. Yeah. Like we want to have people that we trust, that they can trust, and they can go to about anything. I think it's huge. I really do because I love being an aunt because mm-hmm. also I can like be the one that has the fun with them and then yeah, kind of like you could, ma- right, I mean, we go. might yeah we might get in a little trouble together but it's just like just don't tell your mom or like just don't right. tell your dad right or, like, whatever or it's just like if you tell your mom or dad this is what I'm gonna do <laughs> but I just think it's so interesting all the different roles especially I feel like females have mm-hmm. in life is like we try I was reading a quote and it was talking about like. We're, you know, trying to be the friend. We're trying to be, you know, the confidant. We're trying to be, you know, the cleaner. We're trying to do yeah. all these things. And yeah. it's like you kind of sometimes can lose almost who you are Oh yeah, in it. Yeah. And then on top of it, like you kind of when you're I feel like when you're not focusing on who you are, like as a person, just like you said, is like your all your glass balls can start coming down. Right. Instead of the plastic ones. Yeah. Because as a mom, that's a thing like. I swear I'm washing clothes every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Oh, I believe that. That's that's one of those plastic balls. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it today. Yeah. <laughs> you may not have your favorite shorts for basketball. Yeah. So it, it's okay. You have other shorts you can wear. It's yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then he's at the point now where I'm like, okay, we're going to teach you how, I was to, about to, say, I was how like, to run this machine. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's responsible for the kitchen, for his uh, bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so um, he he does a pretty good job. And so I'm like, yeah, you got to learn all this stuff because when I'm not around, mm-hmm. you got to do it. Yeah. So we're working on that, too. You know, those life skills are uh, so important. Well, did you see that, like, I think it was during the pandemic, like, which is crazy because it was literally like three years ago, almost today. <sighs> almost. <It was> yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I was, it was like, yesterday. I'm sorry. Well, it's like, I think it was Fort Worth shut down on the 16th or 17th, um, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like something like that because I was in Mexico and they shut down the day after I got back. Um, but my whole thing is, I think there was like some class and people were having to learn how to boil water because they didn't know how to boil water. Whoa. Like, and I was just like, there's no way that's true. But it's just once again, like we take so many things like, I don't know. Do you think that's like a generational thing? It or absolutely is. I just, I have, I don't know. I just sit and think about stuff like that sometimes. And I'm like, what are people doing with their kids that they don't know how, like some of these basic life skills? I mean, you, you have to understand kids, my son's age are like ordering Uber Eats and DoorDash and not my son. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not doing that. But there are a lot of kids that do that. Yeah. And a lot of like Gen Z, that's what they're doing. They're not cooking. That is just the that's wildest a, that's thing. That's rare. To me. I mean, you have a few kids that do it, but mm-hmm. like, no, I can get it like this, you know? Do you think there's importance in like some like, say, traditional like values and skills? 
like as because you're saying like obviously you want your boys to like be big on like respect Mm -hmm. but what other like things would you say are like values you hold and try and like instill I I think that um old ways are always good like Mm -hmm. like you said boiling water (laughs) boiling water the classics you know (laughs) yeah because what if the microwave breaks down yeah you know what I'm saying like you need to know how to do Mm -hmm. it like so one thing I remember is my mom teaching me how to make spaghetti. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a pretty easy dish to make. Yeah. I think everyone should know how to make spaghetti. Mm-hmm. You also should know how to make chicken, like grill some chicken, yes. bake some chicken. Those are like easy things to do. Mm-hmm. You need to know how to season it and cook it. How long, you know, timing, all of that, because you just want to be able to make a good meal for yourself. And you oh don't want to starve. Yeah. Like, just be able to cook for yourself. Did uh, did you just say it was your mom or your grandma? My mom. It? Yeah. My did mom. your mom, did she do the throw the noodle on yep. the cupboard? Mm-hmm. That's what my grandma taught me too. She was like, all right, here's the fun part. She's like, you're going to throw the noodle. And I was like, yeah. well, I still do it to this day. Yeah. It's fun. I was like, it's, it it's fun. I'm yeah. always like, the nudes are done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like makes me so happy. I'm always just like, I, th- and it, I think about her every single time I do it. See? Like every single time I cook noodles, that, I think about my grandma. That is why it's important. Yeah. Memories that memories so I, I can even take it back to business black coffee the name it it has so many meanings i'm a black woman mm-hmm. owning a coffee shop of course but black coffee is what i remember my grandparents drinking on saturdays and sundays you know it like i can clearly see their breakfast yeah she would do like the medium eggs she would do a piece of toast she would do one strip of bacon and she would have the coffee going and she had a white coffee pot and I remember it and I remember the smell yeah and that's important it is so when you you know hone in on those life skills and you're teaching your kids this stuff like they're gonna remember it and they're gonna remember Mm -hmm. you spending that time with them yeah that's and that's what it's about so true yeah so it's like I mean, yeah, you can do this easy, but then I have these memories so I can, you know, I can go back to these memories and then I can do, I can change a tire or, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I don't know. It's just the memories like. I love that. I love hearing that. Like the meaning behind things too. Um, Yeah. I didn't even think about that till you just said that Mm -hmm. because I do every single time I make any type of. You think about it. Well, really anytime I cook because she's the one that taught me how to like cook and like. She'd always do like the chicken fried steak mm. and she would like be like, do you want to come like pound the like meat out? Nice. And I always thought it was like the coolest yeah. thing ever because I it was like I got all my little anger out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, just like the little things yeah. like helping in the kitchen. But no, I was like, I think those traditions are important. They are. So I love that. Do you want uh, the boys to like continue black coffee or what do you think as far as? Obviously, you're both you and Frank are entrepreneurs, so they have options. Yeah, I think that's or the biggest thing. Or would you prefer thing. they kind of like do their own thing? The biggest thing is for them to have options. Mm-hmm. You know, if they come to me and they're like, "I don't want to run a coffee shop," I'm not going to make them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they have the option to do so. Um, mm-hmm. My 13 year old, he's actually going to probably work a little bit over the summer. Ooh, what's um, he going to do? Everything. He's going to run the coffee shop. Oh, that's going to yeah. be so fun. Yeah, so he gets to do everything. Like, So that's the thing. When you have kids and you have your own business, they can uh-huh. work for you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. And I'm like, you you always want to buy stuff. So here you go. No, that part. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's expensive. You want to make some money. Yeah. And so when I said that, he's like, yeah, of hey. course. 
Hey. So he's ready. He's like, you just tell me when I can work. I'm like, let's wait till the summertime. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you yours. ever like practice stuff with him at home? Like, have you like no, latte art or something? They're not into it. No. no, not yet. So I'm hoping that when he comes in, he'll kind of be a little bit more interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then kind of seeing how things run. Yeah. Yeah. So, hope That's so. fun. I would like to learn how to do latte art. It's, it's, not, it's not easy. Oh, I believe it. I've watched it's just a couple easy. TikToks of people and they're just like, there's like one barista and they like challenge them with like animals and things to do. Oh. And one was like an elephant. And I was like, I have to watch uh, So this. we have a picture of an elephant on Style, our do you really? Instagram. Yeah. One of my old baristas that just moved to Washington state with her husband, she could do an elephant. Stop. Yep. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So I'm listen, any coffee shop owner mm-hmm. that can do latte art is like my hero <laughs> because I can't do it. Like, I, I mean, I can do simple things, but mm-hmm. my mind is going all the time that like I can't thinking about other I things can't stop and just to focus. like focus yeah. on doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I want to like advance, but I'm like, Oh, I got to get out of my head. Oh, I feel that. Mm-hmm. What are, what's your like favorite thing to do at the coffee shop? Um, is it I, more like talking to people or like, you know, making things like the organization, it's kind of all of it, all, all of it. it. Yeah. So when I'm behind the bar, I kind of like to do it all. Um, there are some times like if I work, I try to work like two days a week actually mm-hmm. on bar or uh, cashier. And sometimes I just get an overload. Like I said, I'm introvert. You know, I have anxiety. Yeah. So sometimes I, I get um to a point where I need to take a break yeah. from people. I feel that. So I'm like, okay, I can't work behind the bar today. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. Um, So I just try to schedule myself a couple of days a week so that I can work. And then, you know, I have to take a break. Do you feel like it kind of helps with your, like, being introverted and anxiety? It does. No, it does. And then you just, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I feel like it would be, like, semi-helpful. Yeah. um, When I first, so my first job out of high school was at, um, I don't forget the name, Seattle's Best. Oh. Oh, okay. Which was yeah. bought out by Starbucks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that I, it was in the airport. Oh, wow. So I met a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. I got to talk airport to a lot of people. Are, they're the best. I was like, no, I was like, trust me. I was like, because I'm an airport person. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I like to talk to everyone at the airport. Okay. Yeah. 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 There. I mean, it was so much fun. Uh-huh. And then you meet people from so many different backgrounds. Yes. Like Frank and I were dating at this time. This was like in 2003. Mm -hmm. So we were dating and I had a group of friends that worked. Some worked at the coffee shop. Some worked at like Pizza Hut. And there was another place they worked, but they were all from Egypt. It was some guys, a group of guys all from Egypt. We were, we were around the same age. So they just kind of took us under their wing and like, we were just all cool hanging out Mm -hmm. outside of work. But it was like a great time. Oh my gosh, that's so yeah. fun. Great time. I was like, so what, are there any airport secrets you can share? Or no, can I you think of any? I, I can't think of any. It was so long ago, but. I was going to say, I was like, I, my, one of my goals is to have someone from like DFW to come on and talk about like behind the scenes stuff. But yeah, just, I just know, give, I them have, a, give them an alias and tell them, just spill the yeah, beans. Yeah, I'm just like, tell me everything. Spill the beans. They're like really like lockjaw on this They stuff. really are. I'm just like, did you sign an NDA? Yeah, because I'm not like that. I, yeah, I would I tell like, everything. I have, oh, same. I would tell it all. Yeah. I was like, I have no filter. <laughs> That's my problem. And whatever will help somebody else because... <laughs> You know, they're making all the money anyway. Oh, my gosh. You save somebody some money. Well, that's the thing, too, is airport pricing. I was like, and I know that just because, obviously, our flight got a little delayed yesterday. And then I was just like, I should definitely have another margarita. Right. 
And then I was like, I should not have had that second <laughs> margarita because the bill went up so much. So Ooh, yeah. the struggle is real. But um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about, which we I keep forgetting because I'm <laughs> distracted and, you know, can't focus on one thing. It's all good. But you just had the big event with Carpenters yes. at Black Coffee yes. for International Women's Day. Yep. On Wednesday. Yes. And I need to know all about it because obviously I was on a plane to Mexico and so I missed it, but I saw all of the pictures and videos and posts and it looked phenomenal. It was great. It took me a couple of days to come off of it. And like decompress. Yeah. Yeah. It it just, I, I felt great. It was better than I think all of us expected. Oh, I love that. Yes. And... I don't know. Um, last year, Katrina and I um, from Carpenters Catering, we we did something small where she brought her truck out, and mm-hmm. you know we did lunch and drinks for International Women's Day. And this this year, um, we talked about it, and she really just wanted to bring in more women. I was like, I'm all for it. Like, yeah, as many as we can have, you know, as many as we can fit. I'm I'm good with it. And one person I always call is um, Enso Apothecary. Okay, Tamara Johnson is her name. And uh, she's a yoga instruct- instructor. She makes her own soaps, bath salts from scratch. Is she, she here sells- in Fort Worth? Yes. Ooh. She sells something called a sapo. And it is a very long, about eight feet long, um, kind of like wash micro something scrubber. Ooh. It's called a sapo. They come in different colors. She does the chakra colors. Oh, okay. And um, it lasts for 10 years. 10 you, years? Once you once you use this, you won't need anything else. Stop, really? I'm, I'm serious. You can cut a piece off, use it on your face. It will change your life. Oh, so it's kind of like, it's not a... It's loop. like a net. It looks like yeah. a net. Yeah. I know what you're talking okay, about. Yeah. I can't... It's I called a Sapo, and she gets them straight from Ghana. <gasps> Stop. So this is so what cool. they use, you know, to wash themselves in Africa. Okay. That's what they use. Yeah. And it is amazing. Ooh, so you're meant to cut it for separate. You things. can cut it, yeah, or use it as one long. You can thing. use it as one long thing. Fold it, use it. Mm-hmm. But um, Katrina and myself, we cut a piece off for our face. Ooh, yeah. okay. It, it has changed the game for me. I was yeah. like, I mean, your skin is phenomenal. Thank so. you. <laughs> yeah, because I I have little breakouts every now and then, but it it's gotten like so much better. Oh my gosh, because I love of that. that. So, and she was there, so she's always open to mm-hmm. collaborating. So when I called her, she was like, absolutely, I will do it. So Katrina reached out to some people. I reached out to some people. Everyone was ecstatic and ready to mm-hmm. to do it. And so it was a hit. We were scared because, you know, they had rain in the forecast. Oh, it rained yeah. early that morning. And then we were thinking, well, we're going to have to try to fit it in the shop, which my shop is not that big. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, no, we're just going to put it outside and just hope for the best. No rain. It was oh freezing gosh. cold, but <laughs> it was just amazing. Was nearby. Right. <laughs> and everybody got their hot coffee. It was just amazing to see all of those people come out in the middle of a of the week mm-hmm. and middle of the day. Yeah. To support all of these women. And Tamara actually sold out of everything she That's brought. That's amazing. Um, there was um, another young lady that did vegan pastries, um, Dr. Caprita Johnson. And um, she sold out. That's so cool. Printed threads. They actually printed shirts that said as dope as the woman next to I me. I loved those shirts. Yes. They're still printing them now. So you can go online to Carpenter's Catering and order it online. And the proceeds are going to Funky Town Fridge. Oh, awesome. Yes. They're We've opening a new before. fridge. Um, 
on the west side and so you know they need the funds because mm-hmm. it's not it's not cheap and so yeah we decided to donate to a woman you know organization yeah. and um yeah it's just it was amazing I well mean, i thought you had dj asa ace asa ace of course she's always amazing listen and we could i connected with her during the pandemic and mm-hmm. she has just been a blessing Oh, I love that. She is that. so sweet. I was like, I've only met her once at Drice, but I was like, I just love her energy. Yeah. 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 She is always positive and she's mm-hmm. going to always bring positive energy. And she is just, she actually just uh, came back from Ghana not too long ago. Oh, wow. She was able to source fabrics and work with different designers. And so she brought back some, um, some clothing that she got designed, some yeah. hats that she got designed. And they're beautiful. I bought some stuff. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, So it's just cool to see women like doing everything. Yeah. Everything. No. Did any guys show up or mostly just women? We No, the guys showed up. They definitely showed up. But it was, of course, more women. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The women came through. Hey, we love that. Yes. And if you look at, so there was a reel that Laura Lape I saw it. Oh, I, I cried. Was, I know. I saw I cried. it. I was like, I'm I like, saw she's it. too good at this because um, <laughs> why am I emotional? I know. I was like, the music with it was perfect, oh, it too. It was. It and was. then also I saw Katrina's uh, little, like, Stitcher video next yes. to it. I said, and why did she seeing, do this? She's trying to make I know, me cry And again. then seeing her, I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh. I was like, I'm so sad I wasn't there. But I knew it would be phenomenal. Yes. Katrina, yeah. she. So she is very good at event planning Mm -hmm. and I am not. (laughs) So she was able to, she had a vision. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, we did, it was a circle of women. So there was a circle and you had to enter the circle in order to, you know, uh, patronize the businesses. So it was beautiful. And then we had some wonderful women helping. We had um, Rosa and Gloria. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, they are amazing women. And if you go to, uh, black coffee, Carpenters Catering, you're going to see them all over um, <laughs> because they are amazing. And they just helped us, you know, bring everything to life. Yeah. And then Frost donated. Oh, really? Yes, That's they sponsored. So nice. And um, yeah, that just made it even better. Like oh. Frost Bank is amazing. Like they really are about the community work. That's great. Because you see them everywhere and they're willing to work with any and everybody, um, you know, to... Just make sure the the community knows what is available to them. Mm-hmm. And if they don't know, they can educate. Yeah. So, yeah, I love, I love them. Well, then you also had mentioned that you're teaming up with Community Frontline for an event. Yes. That's coming so, up at the end of the month, correct? Yes. On the 25th, we'll have a kickback at Black Coffee. Mm-hmm. And it's um, for Community Frontline. It's a kickback for a cause. And they, they try to do it every month. And the good thing about Community Frontline is they try to... Um, have the event at different um businesses mm-hmm. throughout the east side. So they're really searching, you know, trying to connect with other businesses and collaborate. And so um, I've done it uh, twice before with them last year. So I'm doing it again. I love on that. the 25th. And yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Now, it's open to the public. It so is open to. I was going to yes. say, is it open to the public? Open what to the time? public. Uh, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock at night. Um, and it won't just be coffee. So come out. Um, community frontline is just gonna, you know, have a DJ, have some fun. Mm-hmm. It, it's gonna be nice. What's yeah. y'all's parking situation like? Oh, I have all the parking. Plenty of parking. In the world. Yeah. Okay. I was got, gonna say. got my own parking lot. Oh, so that's such a blessing. Yes, we have so much parking, and then we're right across the street from the Boys and Girls Club, and they let me use their parking all the time. Oh, that's like, so nice. Like when I'm not open and they need the parking, they can use it, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's why it's good to know your neighbors. 
Uh, totally agree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely agree. Right. So that's exciting. So tell me, you've partnered with Community Frontline before. Mm-hmm. And then Frank's a part of that as well. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So Community Frontline was started by four individuals. And it's interesting because they all had a men's Bible study years ago. Mm -hmm. And they would meet every Wednesday. And they just, after talking, decided like they really needed to be more involved in the community and do more. So it morphed from just like a, a Bible study for men to you know men in the community yeah you know doing all the things yeah so from you know picking up trash so doing cleanups um collecting suits for oh, students that's so cool. they actually built a closet um at dunbar high school and that was um spearheaded by dante the contractor mm-hmm. of course um Derek, who is one of the founders he actually does mock trials with the young men's leadership academy and um, I mean, they do everything. So their their goal is to just be there to help anyone in the community that needs help. So whether mm-hmm. they're connecting you with someone else or they're actually doing the work, they're just, you know, they're going to be there. Like they help with race relations. They help with um, the relationship between the east side and the police mm-hmm. um, business. They started a business network. So they're helping businesses. Well, I know they also uh, kind of partnered with uh, Trinity Pride as well last year. Partnered too. with Trinity Pride. Yeah. Yes. Which we did, too. I love it. Um, yes. So in June, um, they, they try to get with a lot of the coffee shops to mm-hmm. help raise money for different organizations. Yeah. So we'll be doing that, too. That's exciting. Um, but yeah, Community Frontline really is. That's what I like about them because it's not just one thing. They mm-hmm. will do everything and they'll do it out of their pockets if they have to. Yeah. There's been so many times, especially during the pandemic, that they had to help people pay bills. And oh, sometimes wow. it came, you know, out of somebody's pocket that's yeah. in the organization. So they're going to go out of their way to make sure that they help people. I love that. Yeah. I think it's important that people get highlighted that are doing things like that. Yeah. And just like you said, any of those like women, uh, female based, you know, businesses. Right. Also, yeah. who else would you want to highlight? Say like, give me like three mm. people or three females in Fort Worth. Okay. That you think people should be following and why? Ooh, that's good. The first one that comes up and I, I work with them. Um, I actually have a mentee through this organization, Create and Collaborate. Okay. So they work with first-generation college students. That's awesome. Um, and they start with them in high school, and they see them through graduating college. That's so cool. Or if they don't want to go to college, they help them to navigate, you know, whatever mm-hmm. industry they're going into. But they walk walk through the process with the kids. I love right? that. And so they make sure they have mentors. They uh, furnish dorms. They actually have um, a whole, um, what would it be called? Like a um, curriculum Oh wow! that they walk the kids through. And they go through financial literacy. Um, they have lots of people that they connect the kids with. Um, and so we're going to be a part of um, one of their panels in April. Oh, that's exciting. Um, to talk to talk with students. And um, the great thing is, like, I always bring my oldest with me because I'm like, you can get this now and you can see what's going yeah. on. So when he's old enough to apply to be a part of Create and Collaborate, definitely, here you go. That's like, so cool. Um, so are they on Instagram? They're on Instagram. Okay. It's uh, wearecreate.co. Okay. And um, it's Raquel Archer and Dominique Cook. Dominique mm-hmm. actually works uh, with Frank, Dante, and Community Frontline. Oh, awesome. Um, and so, yeah, they are 
Dominique was actually a first generation uh, college student. She graduated from TCU. And um, yeah, they're they're really great. They're great with kids. They do it for the kids. And like you never have to question like if your kid is okay in their hands. Yeah. 100%. That's okay. a blessing. Yeah. And both of them used to work for They both used to work for the Boys and Girls Club. Oh wow. Um, so See, it's yeah. Full circle moment. Yep. That's yep. so cool. So that's the first one. Um let's see. Oh, um Francilia Williams. DFW Beauty Studio. Okay. Her salon is actually in the same building as Franklin and Anthony and did oh, contracting. Wow. Okay. Um, and she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She's been doing my hair forever. Um, she opened her own salon. Uh, she has some other things coming up, but just a really, really great woman um, doing business. She has four kids, so she's a great mom. She's doing all the things, and she really specializes in natural hair. Um, she's really, really good with color. So you don't have to worry about damage. She's going to make sure you're right. Um, But yeah, DFW Beauty Studio. Okay. And they're on the east side of Fort Worth, too. Um, Let's see. You know, I want to do Carpenter's Catering because... I mean, I was like, I love Katrina. So, yeah. yeah. Everybody does. (laughs) Um, She is, like, the best person ever. Mm -hmm. She is genuine. She... I don't know. She... Just so helpful. Like... And she doesn't even think about it. She's like, what do you need? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of just happens. Yeah. And she goes out of her way. And I'm trying to figure out how she has so many hours in the day because she gets so I much gonna done. I was going to say, I was literally about to say that. I was like, I don't know how she is still running half the time. She gets it done. And yeah. she has twins. And they come first. And she gets it done. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love it. And she's the reason that I'm going to have my son work at the shop because her kids have worked with her, mm-hmm. you know, since the beginning. And they're so good. It, it's I love her kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's amazing, though. Yeah. She's amazing. I, I think that just hearing you talk about all these people, obviously everyone needs to be following them. But I think it just shows how connections mm-hmm. work, and especially through whether it be business, but just like you said, is like finding those genuine people in your yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And, like, whether that be, you know, a friendship, a business partnership, whatever like it's beyond necessary yeah like and we need that i feel like especially as females yeah so and you know what you need people around you that make you want to be better yeah and they all make me want to be a better person Mm -hmm. and a better business owner yeah so yeah oh i love that Mm -hmm. one more thing i want to ask you too is what do you think kind of do you have like a mantra or anything that you try to like kind of live by as far as like, you know, like speaking positivity into the like world or, you know, do you have like a favorite quote, just anything that we can kind of end on? That's interesting because um, I I will tell you over the last few months, probably since November of last year, Mm -hmm. I've been going through a lot personally. And so this, like, you know how they have the seasonal depression? Yeah. Like it really hit me, mm-hmm. um, you know, during the holidays. And I think I came out of like the mantra stage with like, no, where are you right now? Live in that moment for a second, like honor it. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad and then move forward. Don't sit in it, but honor it. I like because that. I was at a point to where I felt like I couldn't be sad or like I couldn't show you know, that I'm having a hard day or yeah. whatever. And it's like, no, because why are you hiding that? 
that's where you are right now. So mm-hmm. if you're having a bad day, have a bad day, but don't stay there. Yeah. So that that's what it is. Like honor your feelings right in that moment, mm-hmm. but don't sit in it. I love that. I think that's very important too. Yeah. That's a good reminder mm-hmm. because I think I am guilty of that, especially as I feel like so many times, like we've I've said already is we all, all have like so much on our plate and you want to like push things down yeah. almost. Yeah. But then it's just going to stay there and it's all going to bubble back up. Yeah. And then yeah. sometimes like take a break from social media because you know, that, oh my gosh, that's yes. all like everything is, you know, rosy, mm-hmm. you know, everything's wonderful. It's just a highlight reel. <laughs> yeah. It's the highlights. <laughs> yeah. But you know, this it's the stuff you don't see that's mm-hmm. important. And so it's like, sometimes you got to step back from that. So you don't compare yourself um, so, you know, you're not thinking like, dang, like my life is terrible because yeah. it's not. No, it's not. It could no. be worse. Well, also, a lot of people are lying on social media. Absolutely. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a huge thing to remember as yeah. well is a lot of people are lying. They're not lying. showing yep. everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm guilty of that, too, is like I typically don't post unless it's something that's like. I, but my I'm trying to come from a positive place. I'm like, I just want to post positive things. Yeah. But I have tons of bad days. Yeah. I have tons, but it is what it is. Yeah. You know, and just like you said, you got to like live it and move on. Yep. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It makes me so, so happy. Fun. I know. I was like, I have so many more questions, but I feel like <laughs> we just have to do this again um, because also yeah. I want to come to the kickback and yes. then that way I can meet people and we can yeah. talk more and you know, just learn and yeah. like grow and do things together. So, well, thank you for being happy. so sweet. Hey, I was like, I love this. I think we all have to just communicate more. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I was agree. like, I want to have all the conversations with all the people. Yeah. <laughs> I love learning. So me too. I do yeah. too. So I think it's huge. And especially now I'm like very intrigued in coffee school. I'm telling you, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I'm gonna have to look up some videos. I need to learn how to make the elephant latte art. (laughs) Ooh, if you master that, I'm telling you. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Like, if you see me, like, go buy a coffee maker (laughs) and a like steamer for some like milk, things are gonna get crazy. (laughs) I'm telling you, it'll be fun. Wait, could we maybe do like a guest? Yes, barista. Yes, or something one day. Absolutely, that would be kind of fun. Mm Ooh, I have ideas now. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm we open. need to do this. Yeah. Okay, be I fun. Like this. We'll have to talk about this off air. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyways, all right, tell everyone where to find you online one more time. Okay, so it's Black Coffee on Instagram and Facebook, Black Coffee FW, like Fort Worth. And we are at 1417 Vaughn Boulevard, uh, blackcoffeefw.com. If you want to purchase coffee or you want to do a curbside order, uh, want to get a shirt, all of that good stuff. And yeah, come see us on the east side. And what are your hours? Hours right now, seven to three. I love it. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you go check out Mia and definitely Black Coffee. And until then, cheers. <laughs>